This is the Ambiguous Podcast Solution, the podcast for podcasters. Stories told by everyday people as well as longtime professionals. Join a member of the APS team as they discuss the crazy world of podcasting. The only catch? We only speak to fellow podcasters. We will bring you the origin stories, the greatest hits, learning experiences, and the future goals of podcasts of all shapes and sizes. If you're listening to this, hopefully it will inspire you to start your own podcast, or it will inspire you to keep going and give you ideas on how to make your podcast better. If you have a podcast and want to be a guest on the show, please reach out to us at info at APSpodcast.com for more details. Welcome Welcome to the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. Now let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. I, of course, am your returning champion of each and every other week. My name is Will Tarashkitz, T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K, the founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. And today we are talking about sports with the Bitches Love Sports Podcast. Bitches Love Sports provides uncensored, unfiltered commentary on our favorite teams, favorite athletes in the sports world as a whole. If you enjoy conversations that make people that make you laugh, but also make you think you are in the right place. So please welcome my guests, Bitch One, also known as S-Pain, and Bitch Two, also known as Lethal. Not gonna lie, I've been looking forward to saying this all week. Welcome, <laughs> bitches. What's up? How you doing? Hello, how are Hi. you? <laughs> I am I am so happy that not only am I talking sports, but you know, I don't I, I reach out to a lot of people say, hey, wants to be on the podcast, and not a lot of women take me up on that offer. You know, there's a few here and there, but sports women very very exciting how 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 are we doing what's up oh we're we're doing well i just came back from a trip to phoenix that was kind of sports centric um doing some things with the arizona derby names that was fun Mm -hmm. i don't know what you did all weekend (laughs) i didn't do much this weekend i watched some football and some basketball okay so you had a bad weekend (laughs) my my fantasy football team and i was on a five game winning streak i dropped the last two and then i won last week but you know derrick henry got hurt so my fantasy team is mm. in deep trouble you know we're recording this um november 10th probably gonna release probably towards the end of the season so we'll see <laughs> how we do but let's start off with with your names we got s spain and lethal so wh- first off why why the pen names why the surnames you know it's something that I don't see very often, but which honestly surprises me. I'm surprised a lot more podcasts don't go by nicknames or different names. So why, why the names? Well, um, they come from two different places. So Lethal and S-Pain are derby names. S-Pain is her full derby name. My full derby name is Fleur de Lethal. It's a play on words with me being from Louisiana and the Fleur de Lee being a symbol of Louisiana. Um, so Fleur de Lethal became my derby name, just putting a little bit of an edge on the term referring to Fleur de Lee. And Bitch 1 and Bitch 2 just came about because our very first time recording Literally what happened was we weren't sure if we were going to use any names at right. all, mm-hmm. because I think we both kind of knew we might make some references to Derby. Oh, for sure. Um, and our third host, she is a, a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so we were kind of like, well, do we want to go by real names or do we not? Yeah. And we talked about it, but before we started recording, we hadn't actually decided it. Yeah. And I realized that when I went to go introduce the podcast for the very first time, <laughs> and you can kind of hear the hesitation in my voice. I was like, welcome to Bitches Love Sports. I'm bitch too <laughs> went along with it and so that was that yeah no, that's good sometimes you need that like I, I, I do I do a three person show my regular wrestling show is three people it's myself King Ricky and then the DK Murphy and 
it can be a little tricky, but like, you know, when all three of you are on the same page, especially from the jump, you know, oh, that yeah. is huge. So yeah. where, where did, where did S, S Spain come from? Also Spain. I like S Spain, but where that, where that going to come from? Well, I am from Spain. So oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I started playing Derby, uh, my teammates just called me Spain. And when I earned, because back in the day, you need to, you had to earn your name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I earned my name, I was going to go by a completely different name, but everybody was like, oh, you're going to be Spain anyways. And I'm like, you know what? Well, I'll just go by Spain. And I just made a pun out of it. So all these, so these names came before the podcast from, is it roll, roller derby? What exactly is derby? Roller derby. Roller yeah. Derby, so yeah. we both play flat track roller derby. Mm-hmm. Um, and we played competitively until before the pandemic. We're getting back into playing competitively again. Yes. We've okay. been practicing. We're we're looking forward to some um, some bouts coming up probably early 2022. Yeah. But yeah, flat track roller derby um, is very similar uh, in a lot of ways to bank track roller derby in mm-hmm. the sense that you have five people from each team on the track at one time, one jammer, four blockers. As a jammer, everybody you pass from the opposing team is a point. So the basic rules are the same. There are other rules like direction that are different. Um, and then obviously on a bank track, the track is tilted. <laughs> and on a flat track, it's flat. <laughs> we're, 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 I, I feel like we're luckier because we can play pretty much anywhere. Like you just need like, you know, like a basketball court, a tennis court, or like, mm-hmm. you know, a big parking lot and you can just play where the bank track, they need a place to actually set it up and take care of it, you know, and keep it maintained, you know? Yeah, bank track derby is a very expensive very, very high very, maintenance cost. Very, Black track is a little bit more accessible. Yeah. Do you, do you play any other sports? Were you uh, college, high school athletes, anything like that? In college, I played rugby. Um, oh. I wasn't very good at it. Um, <laughs> in high school, I played soccer. I was terrible at that. I was I was mostly a band nerd. I was in the marching band in high school and through college. Oh, what'd you play? Uh, in high school, I started off on clarinet. Then I moved to pit percussion. So I played the marimba a lot. Okay. In college, I started off on clarinet again. Then I moved to drumline, and then I became drum major. I was drum major in high school too. Awesome, so both yeah. times, it was kind of like woodwind, percussion, drum major. Yeah. I I started out trumpet in fourth grade, and then uh, going into uh, halfway through sixth grade, my friends were like, "Do you guys want to start a band?" Like, then one played guitar, one played uh, bass. I was like, "I'll play drums," and then I played drums ten years all through that. So I played concert band in high school. I loved the timpani, the big three drums. And then marching bands. Um, I did I did pep band in college for a little bit. So, man, if I wasn't living in an apartment building right now, I'd probably be on my drum kit. But you know, <laughs> I'm in an apartment building, and I'd be evicted fast. Yes. <laughs> um, we don't have that in Spain, uh, and we don't really do like like collegiate athletes and sports mm. like y'all do here. Uh, but I did play soccer, indoor soccer, basketball, volleyball growing up and then I played kickball here and then I found this I, w- I was terrible at all of them I sucked all all the sports I was terrible at yep. and then I found Derby you and me both so so <laughs> how did you come to like did you always love sports growing up so I'm trying to find a connection between you know you play sports you've played sports not not that great at sports I'm not good at sports either and it, <laughs> and, it, and it leads to a sports podcast so for the love of love and passion sports always there yeah yeah for, for me, me it was yeah for me it started when i was really young i think i really started getting into sports uh watching the bulls 
when okay. I was Jordan, like, of course, yeah, Jordan, uh, Jordan, Jordan and Dennis Rodman, one of my favorite players. Um, and so I watched a lot of their games during that whole dynasty. And then growing up in Southern Louisiana, always watching the Saints games, mm -hmm. um, going to events like the Bayou Classic, watching HBCU football games, being the band, you know, you kind of get used to cheering for the football team. And after a little bit of time, you actually start to learn what the hell is going on on the field. So um, I was kind of a fan of sports in, in various capacities for a long time. And as far as really talking about sports, for me, what made me want to talk about it more was in an effort to legitimize the sport of roller derby, kind of figure out how we go from it being like mm -hmm. a, a recreational hobby to a lot of people to actually, you know, showing the community this is a competitive sport. It is worth investing in. It's worth being a fan of. I kind of started studying the history of the sports world in general, and I just started learning a lot about how different sports went from being exactly what we were trying to do, going from being like a hobby or some sort of obscure activity right. to becoming these multi-billion dollar businesses, you know? Right. And when I would talk, talk about it with uh, one of the guy friends of mine, one day he kind of made a comment about how it was weird talking to me about sports because I would go from like analyzing a certain play to talking about how hot a player is. <laughs> He's like, that's kind of weird, <laughs> but you should do something with that. There's probably an audience for that somewhere. And I was like, maybe there is. <laughs> I don't know, like growing up, there's, well, pretty much the only sport that there was was soccer yeah so i grew up watching soccer playing soccer and that was pretty much all there was but i my dad is very big into soccer so i would watch it all the time we had season passes for the city and and to me it always like i just grew up with it and it was just a big passion and it was very like I don't know, like just watching a game. I could watch any game. It doesn't matter the the level or or the gender or it, it it didn't matter. I could just watch soccer and just be happy with it. Yeah. Do you ever think of like a like like working in sports, either as a writer, commentator, beat reporter, anything like that, or just more of a fan? <laughs> I wanted to do that for a while. It's a I tough actually, industry to break into. Very very tough. It is my my senior year in college. I uh, did an internship with the local news station in Nashville, and I worked with their sports department. But then, just I ended up graduating from college at one of the worst time periods economically um, mm. for my generation in the U.S. And so, any job that I would have wanted to take would have involved me paying for my own relocation costs. Because there were places, you know, there were local news stations all over the place that were like, "Yeah, sure, you know, you want to cover sports? Great, come on down." But, you know, sports jobs, especially entry level, when you don't have anything except a four-month internship, it's like, you know, they're not, like, paying for relocation and housing and stuff like that. So it, I just wasn't in a position to take advantage of anything, and there wasn't anything in Nashville or surrounding areas for me to take advantage of immediately. So yeah. I just kind of let that fall by the wayside for a while, honestly. But, yeah, there was a time when I did want to go into that field. Because now Nashville, you got, you got the Titans, obviously. You got the Predators. Yeah. And you probably guys have, like, you know, high school football. A lot of high school, a lot of college sports. Uh, yeah. Because they would also cover, like, the surrounding schools, like MTSU, uh, TSU. Um, and sometimes Vanderbilt would do something cool, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I forgot Van, Vanderbilt's, Vanderbilt's right there in Nashville. I, yeah. Nashville is gorgeous. I love Nashville. I actually plan on moving to Nashville in a few years. I actually plan on uh, headquartering our company in Nashville. One of my partners is from Nashville. Oh. And then uh, my other partner is moving down to Nashville in January. So 
Good to know you're from Nashville. That's very, very, <laughs> that's very, very, very good to know. Uh, so let's let's do a lightning round just with just with general sports. Uh, every sports question, every sports, every sports question, sports fan asks. So, favorite sports team of all time, Lethal. All time, <laughs> all time, all time. Favorite sports team, New Orleans Saints. Okay, Spain. Uh, Football Club Barcelona soccer. Okay, yeah. Yankees. Obviously, the Yankees, of course. Uh, favorite athlete? Oh, <laughs> that is that is a tough one, man. Uh, Serena Williams. Ooh, oh, that's a great choice. Yeah, Serena. <laughs> oh my God, what I can say about Serena Williams just you know dominated her sport since I was five yes. years old, if not before I was born. Still doing it to this day. Absolute monster. Yeah, Serena Williams, great choice. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Rafa Nadal, tennis player. Okay, Nadal. Okay, both tennis players. Okay, very interesting. Yes. You guys, do you guys play to I my aunt's pretty good at tennis. I used to play a tiny bit as a kid. Not again, not good at it, but same. It's 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 a very hard sport. Um but it's very an underrated sport. It's so hard to play. It's so hard to be good at. And people forget yeah. they hit that ball over a hundred miles per hour consistently. For hours. Hours. <laughs> hours. And not only that, but a lot of times they're doing it with a level of precision that we don't even recognize. Yes. Yes. Like hitting those aces and stuff. That's yeah. not that's not by chance. You no. know? <laughs> the speed changing, the timing, the the everything. It's it's a very specific sport, very technique. Yes. All right. Uh most hated team. That we hate the most? Yeah, that you hate the most. Individual. Or is it or is a cohesive unit, one or the other? I don't think we have a great, uh, uh, do we have a hate it team? Or biggest yeah. rival, biggest rival team, team, you I hate, mean, team, you hate seeing succeed. Like the Astros was one. I almost won the whole series, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know who the, Sa- I don't know who the saints, uh, rivals are, but like, you know, a Yankee fan, Red Sox has to be the Red Sox. I'm trying to think if there's any team that I hate to see succeed. Uh, you know, I'm just going to say this, but it's not, it has nothing to do with the team. It's just the people that I know that, fo- that are fans. That's fair. Team. That's fair. Fandom. Fan- fair. Like, people hate the Phillies. It's for their fandom. That's totally fair. Okay. The Broncos. Really? <laughs> yeah. Denver? Yeah. Okay. But it's not because I, 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 I love watching them play. And I think Denver, really fan, Denver fans have- are annoying. Okay. They let, they let Peyton Manning no. go straight to their head. No, no, no. Like their fans in general, the ones that I know. Okay. I, yes. Is you have to throw someone under the bus. I would either say that or 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 Real Madrid could, you know, it's like the complete yeah. the two big ones in Spain. So it would be yeah, yeah. Game, so. football rivalries in the rest of the world. Yeah. They're yeah, they're legit. <laughs> they're legit. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go with a rivalry. And I'm gonna say right now. <laughs> Say, City. <laughs> no, I was actually going to say Philadelphia Roller Derby. <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's fine. That's a sports team. You could say your high school rival, right? This says most hated team. That could be anything, all right? It could be like the debate team for all I care. What's <laughs> the name of their travel team? I don't know. But yeah, we need to settle up with them from, yeah, they beat us in playoffs before. Right, what, about, what about most hated athlete? An athlete that you just can't stand. A lot of people can't stand Tom Brady. I myself am a giant fan, but and I guess people 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 can't stand LeBron James. Any athlete, <laughs> any particular athlete you just can't stand? 
Um, right now, <laughs> right now, or, or, or all time, you know, like that goddamn that that basketball player from the eighties, you know, oh, well, screw him. I don't know. I might have to say Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, okay. I've never, I've never liked him. Never. I can't stand him. For me right now, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. I was just going to say, that's why it's like right now. Because I'm like, you know, Aaron Rodgers. But if it's like all time, I'm going to go Cristiano Ronaldo. But right now, Aaron Rodgers takes first place. Aaron Rodgers is a bit of a crybaby. He's, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a drama queen. It's just like, all right, Aaron, relax. Um, <laughs> best rivalry in sports. Ooh. Best driver in sports? Notice there's no baseball love here. I'm going to throw Sox Yankees. My, I'm, a big, I'm a big baseball <laughs> fan. If you ladies don't like baseball, it's totally fine. Man, these are hard. <laughs> um... Can we do Derby again? Can sure. I say Rose City yeah, versus sure. Victoria? Sure. That's, totally fine. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. You know that's a good one. Yeah, rep rep your sport. If they ever play sport. again, I'm like, I'm I'm there. I want to see. I it. mean, <laughs> also like Gotham and Rose. Yeah, Rose versus everybody right now. Yeah, Rose versus everybody. <laughs> All right, uh, Jordan or LeBron? Who's better? Why are you doing this? It's, it's, it's sports questions, man. That's a standard. I'm Jordan. Jordan. I might go LeBron. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll pick the time goal with Jordan. Uh, Peyton or Brady? <laughs> Depends on why. It, it's, a, it's, it's, it's based on your definition. I go Tom Brady. He's the goat, the best grace of all go, time. Brady. I might go Brady. Yes. Brady? All right. Brady across the board. I will end, well, I'll, I'll end the suffering with the lightning round. I was going to ask your favorite game of all time, the greatest game ever played. But that, that's, that's too much thinking even for me. I was like, okay, that might be a tough question to ask. But let's move on a little bit, a little more in the sports world before we get to actually the podcast. Um, you know, being, being three women doing a sports podcast, you know, women, is in, women is something we see a lot more emerging in mm-hmm. sports. You know, when I think of women in sports, I think of the most elite of the elite right now mm-hmm. is the UFC. Like UFC, women's divisions are just up to par, if not in some circumstances, better than the men. So women's sports is definitely seeing a resurgence, but not only on the field, also off the field. Like you turn on ESPN now, you see a lot of lot more women broadcasters in sports. ESPN mm-hmm. has a lot of women like Charlie Arnold, also known as Charlie Caruso, formerly from WWE, or any other um, of these women like a Doris Burke, a sideline reporter. Are any of these women a giant inspiration to you? Like, talk to me about women in sports off the field as well as on the field. For me, yes. Uh, Some of them are inspirations. So I watch First Take a lot. Mm -hmm. And Molly Karam, she talks a lot more now. But even like a year ago, two years ago, she she more so did moderation and made sure that, you know, at the time it was uh, Stephen A and Max made sure they went to break on time. But the few times that she did speak up, she was just so confident. She always knew that she what she was talking about. And just seeing her jump in with two people as emotional and loud as Stephen A and Max. Oh, my God, like, Stephen A. Smith. I, <laughs> Don't yeah. even get me started on Stephen A. <laughs> 
I I loved it. Like anytime she did speak up and was just like, hold on, I have a point to make. I was like, yes. Like I was in my living room clapping. Like you tell him, Molly, you tell him. Um, her, she's she's definitely one. Um, Kimberly, I can't think of her last name right now for some reason. And I'm, I feel so bad about it. But uh, Kimberly, she's another one on, um, I want to say it's Martin. And I don't know why it slipped in my mind. I, I watch her like every day. Um, but she's another one that I like. I like the way that she balances her uh, femininity with her role in sports because for a lot of a long time it seemed like any female sports ca- caster, um, especially if they were like behind the desk, you know, sideline reporters, it was a little bit different. But the yeah. women behind the desk were expected to almost like try to match the assertiveness of the guys. And it's like she's assertive, but she still has this softness about her and her voice and the way that she dresses. And I love the fact that she didn't feel the name the need to really change. And then lastly, like Mina Kimes, Mina Kimes is just so smart Mm -hmm. and always has the witty one-liners. She's just so smart. She's so funny. Like, I love her to death. Her podcast is bomb. Her Twitter feed is bomb. Mina Kimes, hands down, is like my favorite woman in sports reporting right now. Love her to death. She's she's (laughs) great on uh, Around the Horn. And, you know, someone like like Jackie Mack from Boston. Well, I'm actually from Boston. But like Jackie Mack, Jackie McMullen was someone I used to watch as a kid or like in high school on around the horn going, God damn, she's got, she's, she knows yeah. her stuff. And I got a lot of Boston sports guys like, like um, Bob Ryan and people like that. But you know, Jackie Mack, shout out to Jackie Mack. <laughs> facts, facts. So I don't, I don't have a favorite, but I was going to say when I moved to the States, I moved to Colorado and I started college there and I was, I didn't, finish that but I started broadcasting because I was watching sports with my uncle and there was no women reporters and it made me want to do broadcasting just to get on the sports and be a reporter so but I don't have a favorite really like I just love any woman that's doing that like it's kudos to you I mean they they really like specifically sideline reporters sideline reporters get a lot of a lot of hate for no reason yeah. And like, you know, I am not like a huge social justice warrior or anything like that, but I don't understand the hate. Like I, I, I understand, I can understand guys like, listen, this is a guys are sports is mainly typically a guy thing and guys like guy things and guys in sports. It's like, it's, it's like, it's, it's a little, I guess it's a little, not weird, but it's a little bit, it's like, okay, how, how much can she really know kind of thing? But like, what are some of the dumbest arguments you've ever heard for just like, why women shouldn't be involved in sports. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like, this is this is the conversation we're having. It's just like, I, I think it's like, uh, who, is, who is the one? McNichols for uh, Rachel Mc, Was it Rachel McNichols for basketball? Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols, yeah. right? Yeah. And like the 90s, and like she just get on there talking to Jordan, and Jordan specifically has stories talking to her about how she favored her and loves her. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. But it's just like I don't understand all the hate they get for no reason. I don't either. And honestly, the dumbest arguments that I've heard are are the arguments where they don't really have a basis. Like a, yeah. a lot of times, it's just men saying things like, you know, this is something men should be doing, or women shouldn't be talking about sports, or especially the way that we do it. Like <clears> oh, I, for sure. I get comments regularly, like oh, this would be interesting if y'all weren't talking about hot players. And I'm just like, okay, so it's-, it's We're women, what do you mean? I, I, I think it'd be a little, like, I honestly <laughs> think it'd be a little weird if you we weren't saying like, God damn, that Damon, Damian Lillard, 
He's, he's, got, he's, got a, he's got a great smile. Like, you know, like I do a podcast on wrestling. I, I'm a straight white male. I think all the time how Roman Reigns is a sexy ass human being, right? And like, it just, there's no reason right. behind it. It's just like he's a gorgeous man. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, gorgeous human being. So it's just Very like, nice you're women. Women talk about attractive men. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, but most of the time, honestly, it's just guys being like, you know, women shouldn't be doing it with no explanation. And honestly, that's those are the dumbest arguments to me because I feel like even if you have a reason, if you're like just misinformed or ignorant, at least you have a reason. And it might be a dumb reason, but it's just, it's even dumber when you just feel away and you feel so strongly that you need to say something, but you haven't even developed an argument. Those are the, those are the dumbest comments to me. Yeah. I don't know. I've always been like, not bullied, but because I always played sports and I was pretty much the only girl. Like I was the only girl in my soccer team. I was the only girl in my indoor soccer team. So it was, it was hard for me to get into it. That's probably why it sucked too. Cause I never got the ball. I was always benched. Like it was, it was, it was tough. It was, it was, it was really tough. So it's, it's fun to have this now that we can just like bitch about it. And <laughs> that's just how it is. <laughs> I will say the other thing that I hate is when, um, and this has happened to me and other women that I know who work in sports where they're told like, Oh, so you're doing this to get guys. Right. And I'm like, especially for podcasters, that is the weirdest thing because I'm like, this takes a lot of work, a lot of preparation, <laughs> oh my God, a yeah. lot of time. A lot of time goes into preparing, editing, researching, you know, managing social media, making sure that you keep content coming out. I'm like, you think I'm doing all this to get a to, to get, get a dude? <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, or even when I was interning in Nashville, it was like, oh, you're trying to meet one of the players, and I'm like. Yes, and I decided to track my entire education right, around trying to meet a player and get this. I'm like, come on, y'all! Like, oh my goodness, yeah. It's, let's, it's, let's be real. So yeah, I'm perfect. trying to meet the players to interview them. Right, right. To get a scoop, it's like, yeah. From from all the women I've ever talked to, it's just like I don't need to start a podcast to get laid. All right, it's it's Thank not you. that difficult for a girl. If a girl wants to get laid, she'll get laid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a guy will start a podcast to get laid, and it won't work, but they'll do it. They'll do it. They'll do it. Um, all right, so let's let's move over to the podcast. You mentioned you mentioned prep. Mm-hmm. Now I did I did a podcast called American Minutes. You can kind of see it back there. That's my girlfriend made that for me. God bless her. Um, about it was about politics, and that took a lot of prep and research. Now that was just a headache. It made me sad. It made me depressed. And eventually, it's like it's it's hard to keep up with. So we stopped doing it because you know, I got a business to run. So how much prep does it take? Like you got to watch the sports, you got to read the news, you got to get opinions, you got to con- con- uh, you got to meet up with your other co-hosts, your fellow bitches. So like walk walk me through how much time it takes in like the hardest part of all the prep. Uh the That's time weird. it takes like I know if if we do have show notes, I usually make the show notes. So I know for them, probably the most amount of time probably goes into like watching the games and mm-hmm. then like forming an opinion mm-hmm. about the games. And then like they'll get my show notes and be like, oh shit, I didn't even look at all this other stuff. <laughs> for me, it's like there's not a day goes by that goes by that I'm not preparing for the following week's episode because we always start off with a segment called shout outs and call outs. 
And so to prepare for that, I'm basically researching any and everything that I've ever been interested in in sports. What's going on with tennis? Is anything going on with Naomi Osaka? Is anything happening with Simone Biles? Mm. Um, sometimes throughout the week, they'll send me stuff on Instagram and I'll be like, oh, I should, I should talk about this. So it's compiling all these notes and basically trying to get my facts straight. Because sometimes, you know, you'll see a social media post or a headline and then you read the article and you realize, oh, there's a lot more to this story than just this headline. And so it becomes like researching and then editing down because you don't want your shout outs and call outs to take an hour and a half by themselves. So it's like, okay, now I have this headline. Now I have to research it. And then now I have to figure out how to talk about it in a way that doesn't take forever and still uh, convey the most important parts. And I would say the second most difficult part is when it comes to the main teams that we like to talk about, which right now are the Cowboys, the Saints, and the Oklahoma Sooners for the most part. And mm -hmm. basketball season is ramping up. So we're going to be talking about the Suns and the Bulls and the Spurs. Um, the just in the books. In the books. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say the hardest part about that is balancing. For me, I like to balance my opinion with actual stats because you can yeah. look at the game and be like, so-and-so played terribly. But then I have to look at the score and look at the box score and be like, well, wait a minute. Did they play terribly? You know, like with wide receivers, for example, that was something we discussed several weeks ago because a lot of people were getting on CeeDee Lamb. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. He was only targeted like three times. Like, what can we really expect if, you know, Dak isn't even throwing in the ball? So right. things like that. Or even like this past Sunday, how people are like, oh, well, you know, the Cowboys were garbage on both sides of the ball. And I look at the box score and I'm like, well, the Cowboys defense was on the field for 40 something minutes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so it's like, if you all look at the amount of points. If, yeah, all things considered how it should have yeah, been as opposed bad. to what it was. Yeah. And it so diving bad. into stuff like that, I would say is the hardest part because it takes so long and it involves so much nuance and so much research. And today I actually had to bust out a calculator to calculate points per minute and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, it's like when I, like I'm on, you know, social media reading the news or whatever and like something comes up and I read the headline and then I read the article and then it's like oh she will hold up let me go see because I see this that is related to this but is not really into this but let me see if it's related so I have to go and research that and make sure that it's connected or not and like all that stuff so then we can come back and and talk about it. I'm watching the sports, but I'm watching sports is the fun part, so. <laughs> I want to pivot back to Simone Biles a little bit, because you did bring up Simone Biles, which is very interesting as, as, a, as a character, right? Obviously, one of the greatest, if not the greatest gymnast ever. Oh, Incredible sure. talent, just amazing to watch, and a child. She's younger than I am. I'm 26. She's younger than I believe she's younger than I am, right? She's like, You're what? younger than us. She's, <laughs> she's like 24, 24, she's 20, 24. like between 21, 20, whatever. But, you know, a, a complete child. But I bring up her specific because, you know, and this happens a lot with sports, where sports gets blended in with politics a mm. lot, a way mm. more than most people want. Now, granted, these things are worth talking about, but most people go to sports just for the sake of watching sports and getting away from whatever the hell is going on in politics. Now, as a podcast host, how do you balance that with what you want to talk about, what your audience might want to talk about, and in, in the how difficult it can be to talk about specifically something like Simone Biles when you know for mental health even that's just a whole nother can of worms. You got politics, right. sports, and healthcare. Fuck me. <laughs> how, do you, how, do, how do you balance all that? Well, sometimes we don't get to cover everything that we prepared for yeah. because yeah. we get caught on topics like that and we feel like it's more important 
to put that out and and how we feel about it as athletes uh, mm-hmm. and how we also go through it as athletes and you know how we can relate to it and and so some most of the times that we've talked about Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles uh, we've dug into it pretty deep just because it's it's very important to us too so we want the audience to also get that information out so sometimes we don't get to all the topics that we prepare because of these situations right yeah for me i balance it usually by sticking as much to what's factual as possible um and we do like to share our perspectives on things but typically the only time we'll discuss something and make it political is if it actually involves politics otherwise sometimes there are topics that we'll delve into that people will see as political and we don't see it as political we just see it as part of the story and in those situations there's just nothing that we can do about it so for example with the olympics um the subject of mental health came up you know a lot and there are some people who do view that as a political issue and especially (laughs) with it being that it was um simone biles naomi osaka and what was that other athlete's name Uh, the weightlifter yeah or the shot put i can't remember her name i don't remember but But it was three black women that were at the forefront of it yes and so a lot of black women were championing the the movement you know right and so i put out an episode uh, it was a a bonus episode that was just me and uh, it was titled black girl magic and mental health and so there are some people who view just the phrase black girl magic as political i don't so in situations (laughs) like that it's just like oh you think that's political i'm like sorry (laughs) you know this is this is just me talking about my experience in this country i'm sorry you think that's political you know but but because of that we don't usually end up talking about politics a lot every now it comes up every now and then it comes up especially with like lebron and like you know somebody on fox news might say something about lebron and they shut up and dribble so then we have to respond to that but usually that's about as far as it goes yeah Yeah. it's 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 difficult um, cause you know, you're a sports podcast. You want to talk sports. You want to talk stats. You want to talk numbers in the game. Then, you know, yeah. Kyrie Irving is going off doing Kyrie Irving things. So it's just like, yeah. you know, it, it's topical. It's stuff people want to hear, but I, I, I think you're doing it the right way. It's like, if it comes up from the perspective of an athlete, I'm telling yeah. you my perspective, this is like yeah. how I view this personally and personally, yeah. personal is a big word for me in the podcast game because the podcast Stands yes. for a personally oriented discussion centered around select topics. Podcast. Is that really what it stands for? That's what I. That's, that's a Will Tarashik original. That's what I came okay. up with. <laughs> yeah, I like so, it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so, like, as long as you keep it personal to you, and like, it's don't get too far in the weeds, because like your podcast is very much, you know, we're sticking to this. We're sticking to sports. Mm-hmm. You know, Kyrie Irving might come up, but I just I don't want to get lost too far in the weeds. Like, stick to the formula. Stick to the topic, especially because you cover. Exactly. Yeah a lot of sports right. it's not just specifically football or basketball i didn't see much love for the world series but that's okay um <laughs> you can't you can't cover it all um i did watch part of it if it makes you feel better i did watch part of it because my boyfriend uh likes the astros so i did oh, watch well I'm, I'm glad he was disappointed fuck the astros and <laughs> 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 cheaters goddamn cheaters i do feel bad for dusty baker though i do love dusty baker as a manager but all right so the podcast itself, let's go back to the beginning. Whose idea was it to start it? And Lethal, tell me why it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, can just, I can tell already it was you. Um, it was my idea, yep, honestly, it. <laughs> that I told you about um, with my friend who was like, yeah, you should do something with this. 
you know, he, he was the first person to suggest that I should take my commentary and make it into a, a podcast. And at the time, S-Pain and Jurassica were the people who I talked to the most about sports. And so I, I literally just sent them a text message and was like, hey, do y'all want to start a podcast where we talk a lot about sports and sometimes objectify men? And they were mm. like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so, like, honestly, I was kind of nervous about it. But one of the things that made me really move forward, um, out of all things, it was Kendrick Perkins. And he was talking about his role with ESPN. And I don't remember the exact words, but paraphrasing, um, he basically said that there were a lot of people who thought that he shouldn't have the role that he has, because if you listen to Kendrick Perkins, you know, he doesn't really come off as like the the typical um, sportscaster. You know, he has right. a different style of speech, a different way of presenting himself. That's good, And he was though. talking about, huh? That's good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's, and that's, that's what it's, he, it's, it's personality. It's different. Exactly. And that's the point that he was making was that because of the way that he talks, a lot of people thought that he shouldn't have the role that he has in ESPN. And he said that like what he does is instead of focusing on the haters, he focuses on all the people who like him, all the fans that he has and all the people who support what he's doing and like his personality. And he's like, he was like, if you focus on people who like what you're doing, then that group will keep growing and just don't worry about the people who don't like what you're doing or don't think you should be doing what you're doing. And I was like, you know what? You're right. He's right. <laughs> He's so right. And so I was like, I'll just give it a shot. Worst case scenario, I don't get a lot of listeners and I'll, you know, figure out what to do then. But, you know, there could be some people who are looking for this kind of content and it would be great. So. Well, the ESPN as a whole, right? Like if you, you take first take and mm -hmm. you just take the audio, it's a podcast. It's literally a podcast. It's just a little more structured, a little more formal, and there's more commercial breaks. But the idea <laughs> of this, this panel of people sitting at a desk talking sports very like conversationally, that's a podcast. That's very that's relatively new to ESPN. Like, you know, around the horn and uh PTI have been around since forever. But mm -hmm. that's very quick bits. Yeah. It's just like they, they just draw that out. It's a podcast. It's a podcast for me. And Kendrick Perkins, again, the piece into personal. And for, and for Perkins, apparently, he fits that mode <laughs> perfectly. Um, so I'm I'm glad I'm glad that that you that you see it that way about Kendrick Perkins. But let's talk about the name. Uh, bitches love sports. <laughs> bold. It's bold. Now, were you concerned with putting the word bitch in the title? Now, because advertisers might be like, mm, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's been a big issue. Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. Like, podcasting is the internet. There is no FCC on the internet as much as they're trying, but there isn't. So, like, yeah. it's bold. How did the name come from? Tell me about it. Well, we were going to go with another name at first, but then I learned that there was another sports program that had that name. And even though that program doesn't still make content, um, I just didn't want there to be any confusion. Mm. And so we had kind of already decided on a day to start recording. With no name. No we didn't name. have a name. And so I, I, I'm actually a big fan of those uh, memes about bitches. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've seen them, but one of them, one of my favorite ones is like, uh, get that bitch a plunger. Bitches love bringing up old shit. Like, stuff like that. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> um, and so it's like, there are all these memes that's like, you know, get this bitch blank, 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 because bitches love blank. Yeah. And yeah. so that's kind of where the name from all, came from. Bitch, I was bitches like, bitches love sports. sports. I was like, what yeah. do y'all think? And they liked it. Yeah. And I knew it might be an issue with advertisers, and it, it has been, not only with trying to get advertisers for the show, but also with us trying to promote the show on social media. 
We've had our Facebook ad account shut down. Um, we have two Instagram accounts for that reason because Instagram would not let, um, we have one account that's bitches love sports with a number one in place of the I. Yeah. Um, and we ran one ad from that platform and then Instagram was like, no more. Nope. <laughs> and so now we have a second one that's uh, the BL sports podcast. So we have to censor everything and we can run ads from there. Um, TikTok recently, like after I ran like uh, six promoted posts yeah. on the sixth one, they were like, oh, the link that you put on this one leads to content that contains profanity. So <laughs> and I'm just like, on TikTok. Okay. And then I've even noticed like interaction with some people on Twitter. Like there are some people who, um, when they reply to us, like uh, there's this one guy on Twitter who like, he'll say good morning, right? Um, and if you reply, he'll say good morning and say your name. And like with us, he was like, good morning, BLS. Like he wouldn't say good morning, bitches. That was all I wanted was for him to say good morning, bitches. So, you know, when he did that, I was like, I was like, I wonder how many people like hesitate to retweet us because our name is bitches love sports. Uh, we did get a retweet from Demario Davis once though. That was pretty cool. That was exciting. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you know, all, all the Twitter warriors want to show their virtue by not saying bitch in a Whatever. It is, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did. I, I posted the 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 podcast. Like I, I'm in a Facebook group that is also about another podcast that is also about sports. And I I posted, you know, try to promote our podcast. And one of it was also a woman, and she was not happy with the name. And she was yeah. like, Well, I think it's great that you're talking about sports, but I don't think the name is great. And I said, that's that's your opinion. That's totally fine. Like that's yeah. that's cool. You don't have to listen to it. And you go, but, shut up, bitch. Well, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is like the admin had to delete some comments because people were getting at her for getting at me for the name of the podcast. Yeah. The whole ordeal, but it's seeing yeah. that for as many people who say you shouldn't have that as your name, it's gonna be more people go, Yeah, fuck yeah, I have that name, it's a great yeah. name. I, <laughs> right. I saw that, it's like, Oh, that's bold, that's bold. That's like, Okay, I'll, I, you email me, I want to be on a show. It's like, oh, I have to check it out. It made, it made me go, Ooh, and that's like, that's like one of my um, like my my qualifications for coming on this show or any of my podcasts. It's like, if, if I if I see a podcast and I go, Ooh, you're on, that's just how it is. That means I'm automatically interested. So how do you how did you choose which sports you want to cover? Obviously, roller derby, you that's something you play. Uh, football and basketball. Now, do you do you how, why why those sports in particular? I know you you want to structure it for like an hour show or a forty five minute show, et cetera, et cetera. But why those sports specifically? Um, those are just the ones that we happen to get the most excited about talking about. Honestly. When we first started the show, our podcast is relatively young. We started, yeah. what, in August, July? July, July. Yeah, our first episode mm -hmm. came out mid-July. And the first things that we talked about were the playoffs going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're big fans of Devin Booker and Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'm like, if you don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and so that, that was pretty much the basis of our first episode. That, and I think we ended up talking about a couple of other things that were going on in tennis. We did, Maybe. yeah, and then the Olympics. We covered the yeah, Olympics and, a lot, Yeah, the too. Olympics started shortly after our podcast started. Yeah. And so football and basketball just ended up what we were the most excited about. Those are the sports where we have the most players that we're fans of. Yeah. And so that's why we didn't cover the World Series as much. Normally, I would have at least mentioned it in a shout-out or call-out, but I just so happened to have a hectic couple of weeks when that was wrapping up, and it just 
it didn't make it my bad. Like the last That's episode right. we recorded, I didn't even have any notes for it. Right. <laughs> stick, stick to your stick to your niche. Stick to exactly. your niche. Sports, sports is too broad to cover everything unless you just oh, read yeah. unless you just read headlines. So and, and, right. and, and it's on a twenty four hour news cycle now. Exactly. Like there are sometimes when we're recording, and I'll be like, hold up, let me Google this just to make sure there weren't any new developments today. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> And it's like, you know, there's so many players in both leagues that like one player does something and it's like, it takes about five minutes on the podcast. So mm -hmm. it's it's a lot. So those two, yeah, like she said, it's like the things that we, we're excited about. So, so how, do you, how do you structure your show? Take me through the process of, okay, here's what we're going to start with and here's what we're going to end with. Like how much time you plan doing a thing, the actual structure. So the the format is usually we start off with shout outs and call outs. And so those are the things that we want to mention, but that don't we don't think that we're going to have a lot to say or we don't want to go in a lot of detail about. Right. And sometimes we say it's going to be short and it's not. Um, <laughs> it depends on the topic. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> so like, for example, when we were discussing the International Handball Federation, <laughs> I thought that was going to be a short discussion, you know, because it was going to be like, oh, you know, they made it so women don't have to wear bikini bottoms. But the underlying details of the way they changed the rules led it's to a much so deeper discussion <laughs> that changed what I thought would be a five minute conversation to what, yeah. like 20 minutes? Yeah, at least. Yeah. Yeah. We ended up talking about like women and standards of beauty and sports and men being gatekeepers for like 25 minutes. And it's like, okay. Yeah. But that's what shout outs and call outs is supposed to be just like these like quick little tips. Like, here's some stuff that's going on in the world of sports, you know, yeah. boom, 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 real quick. Um, so anything that's not our favorite team or favorite player goes in there and we like to keep it around 30 minutes, but it's gone longer. Um, and then after that is when we start talking about our favorite teams and favorite players. And we just kind of dive into that and we'll usually cover both um, actual analysis of the game along yeah. with um, anything that's happened off the field or anything that doesn't directly relate to the game that we just feel is interesting. So like with uh, the Oklahoma Sooners, the first time we talked about them, we were talking about the Red River Showdown and them playing against UT. But then we ended up talking about Caleb Williams and just how interesting it is to have a true freshman step into that role as a starting quarterback mm -hmm. and just what that must feel like. And we ended up like kind of relating in that to our own experiences um, on competitive teams. Yeah. So stuff like that. Or like today, we'll probably talk about the Cowboys loss over the weekend. And we'll not only talk about the numbers behind that, but we'll also talk about this whole idea of whether or not the Cowboys lost that game because of arrogance, like some people say they were, or if there's something that people might not be considering about the psyche of an athlete that might have affected their gameplay, things like that. And then we usually wrap up with like what's coming up next as far as games we're looking forward to mm -hmm. and just any personal yeah. stories. <laughs> Like that's usually whenever you'll hear us say something like, oh my God, did you see that new CD lamp video? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then when, when you hear something like that, and then also the music changes, I always change the music whenever the we're about to yeah, yeah. go out. So yeah, that's usually where that happens. That was definitely something I want to touch upon the music, but first I, I, you said something that perked my ears and I got to go back to it. You like to keep <laughs> them around 30 minutes, but they usually go longer. Now, yes. oh, yeah. whenever someone asks me, how long should my podcast be? I tell them, as long as it takes to get your point across. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the, the narrative is people want things in short bites. They want it as short as possible. Look at TikTok. And yes, to an extent, that's true. TikTok is massive because it's like 45 seconds. I don't know. I'm not on TikTok, but around there, right? Yeah. And that's true, but a podcast, most successful podcasts are like 
two and a half hours each. Right. 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 So if you go long, go long. Like if you have in your set notes, we want to talk about this for five minutes, shouts and call outs, but you're talking about you're talking about Colin Kaepernick for three hours. You're talking about Colin <laughs> Kaepernick for three hours. And your set notes, you have different sections with time codes. Someone's like, Man, I don't want to hear about Colin Kaepernick. I want to get to the Bills game and they lost to the Jaguars. Like, I want to hear that. Boom. Time code. So whenever someone tells me length, like I say, Yeah, the golden the golden era is around forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Give or take. Because that's an average time it takes someone to get to work. And that's when people listen to podcasts. Fine. Yeah. But, you know, this one, I always tell people, hey, like, I, want, I shoot for an hour. If we go longer, can we go longer? Because, like, you know, last week I talked to someone, we talked for an hour and 45 minutes. And it's just, you got you to flush it out. And sometimes you have a structure, throw it out the window. You know, I had our speed round, the lightning round for the end. And I was like, you know, we're kind of getting into sports. Let's switch it up a little bit. Let's go there first. So, I mean, like, yeah, you can take all the notes you want, but you got to be prepared to start from scratch. Let's just yeah, do it live. Right. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Agreed. I, I learned the the trick with the timestamps, especially in Spotify, probably a few weeks ago. Had I had I realized that that was a thing when we first started, yeah, a lot of our earlier episodes might have been even longer. Oh, for sure. But they do come in handy for a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of times that we record, and then it's like, oh, shit, it's been like an hour and 45. <laughs> yeah. Like, we need to cut it down. Like, let's stop. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, now let's go to the music. Why do you have the music underneath for so long in so many different periods? Also, do you own the music? Is it royalty free? Do you just kind of go, don't tell anyone? Like, you know, like, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, why the music? I just, I really love music. Um, so when we first started recording, we recorded in a business center um, in my apartment building and there would be people like walking in and out and just the acoustics in there were not too great. And so at first the music was to kind of cover up the fact that the audio wasn't that great. Um, but then I just started liking it to transition from one thing to the next. And sometimes I do wonder if it's too much, honestly, but nobody's really come back to me and said like, Hey, there's too much music in your episode. So I just kind of I love it. Go with it. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big music lover. Like music is a big part of my life, you know? And so like, it was very important to me that I had music to kind of convey the mood of whatever we're talking about. And now right. certain teams have songs. So like, I haven't done a, I haven't done a dear, a dear book letter for a while, but Devin Booker was the first person to get his own song. Anytime I would go on the podcast and be like, dear Devin, dear Devin, or Dear Book, like there was a certain song that came on to narrate whatever I had to say to Devin Booker in that podcast. Um, and so the then, saints, if they win or they lose. Yeah, and then I think the, I think the, I don't remember who it was next. Cowboys and Saints might've gotten their songs in the same episode. Um, and then there was a song that I intended to be just for college football in general. And now that is Caleb Williams. It's Caleb Williams. <laughs> that is his song now. Bitches love Caleb. <laughs> Bitches love Caleb. <laughs> it's it's an interesting choice because I, I, I if someone's like, should I do music? I go, man, that's completely up to you. Like, I can't tell you how to do your podcast. I personally don't do them. Because the fear of being it being a distraction. And if I'm going to do it, like, you know, for my intros in the outro, I always have a music bed. If it's like a news break, yeah, you have a music bed. That's pretty standard. That's, that's something that works. But for the whole podcast, you just got to be careful with the music choice. You got to listen back. Like, yeah. you have to really listen back to it and critique the hell out of your own work and saying, okay, 
Because like, it can't be too loud. It has to be very low. Yeah. When you, that when you part edit is it hard. Back. Getting that balance between the music being too low and too high, that part is hard, I will admit. Um, and especially with, like, we have so many issues with audio. There have been so many times that we've been recording, and it's like we always have the lapel mics, and then we have, like, the backup mic recording everything. And there have been so many times that, like, I go back and listen, and it's just like, yeah, One for some stopped. reason, your <laughs> mic just wasn't recording for yeah. 20 minutes. And so, like, I think almost every episode, except for maybe, like, two, it's been me piecing together audio from different sources because we're yeah. just trying to get it right. Um, and then so adding the music behind that, that can be tricky, I'll admit. And there have been times where I've been like, I wonder if it's too much. I do wonder if it's a distraction. But then I'm also kind of like, well, I'm still learning. It's whatever. One day I'll figure it out. But as far as whether or not it's royalty-free, um, no, there's a program or I don't know if you want to call it a program. There's a library that I use for, um, I use it before I even had a podcast because I do like web design, graphic design, stuff like that. And so they have like different templates and, and pictures and stock photos and stock video and they have music there too. And so they have a section where you can like download music and you download the license for it and then you can put it in your episode. Okay. I have used some music that's not licensed. I'm not going to say which songs, but some of it is not. And I'm just like, Hopefully they don't care. <laughs> so far, everything's been good. Yeah. Like when I started podcasting, well, I started, I started podcasting in 2015 where no one cared regardless, right? Like you yeah. could just pull a song. I pulled yeah. all my music from YouTube and I just, because it was a wrestling podcast, I'd pull wrestler theme songs, different theme songs for every episode. You know, if someone, yeah. had, someone, someone just won a title, I'm playing, their, I'm playing their theme song, right? You know, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, looking back, it's just like, oh, crap, I don't own any of that. <laughs> like, it's just like, there's like 150 episodes I might have to take down at, one, at some point. But, you know, don't tell anyone. You know, we'll, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Personally, right. like, because the music you choose is very, it's like a lo-fi. It kind of makes me, makes me go like this, makes me bob my yeah. head. <laughs> which, 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 which is just up my alley. I just love that kind of music. It's a Spotify playlist I called R&Beats. Uh, um, yes, I've seen it. That's pretty much just, just beats. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I say if you like it, stick with it, stick with it. Unless you get like a like a plethora of people going, "Fuck this, don't do that." You know, listen to your audience. But if you like it, go for it. Yeah, um, the lo-fi stuff. A lot of people do seem to like. So I like that. I yeah. love lo-fi because people put on when they when they're studying. I'm like, I put it on when I'm driving. I put it on when I'm cooking. I put it on when I'm thinking. I put it on when I'm sleeping. I have it on all the time. It's great. Um, so three hosts. Who takes charge? Because, you know, it's important to have a first. I know. I know the answer, but I got to ask <laughs> anyway. Um, so let me, okay, let me ask that, Lethal. Did it come naturally for you to take lead, guide the conversation, throw questions to your co-hosts, or is it something that kind of had to take strategic planning, call a few plays, try a few things out here and there? Um, I would say it came naturally. Um, and I, I am trying to be more strategic moving forward about getting like keeping them involved in the conversation mm -hmm. because sometimes there are topics that like I could carry by myself and then I'll be, I'll realize that I've been talking a lot and they mm -hmm. haven't. So it came naturally for me to take lead, but I, I have been trying to work on fine tuning how I go about that. So I keep everybody involved. It, it takes, there it takes practice. Go ahead. Go ahead. Espen. Oh, for sure. No, I was just going to say that there's topics like mostly at the beginning too, when, Jurassic and I were not really doing our research as much as we should have. So it, it also falls on us. It's not just her. So she would take lead because we really didn't know. Yeah. Um, but there, if we've known each other for like four or five years. So if there's a topic that we all know, we can carry it on forever. Mm -hmm. yeah. So 
and because we know each other so well, sometimes it's really, I've, I've learned how to ask a certain question to where even if they don't know about the topic specifically, mm-hmm. I can ask something to where they can comment. Yeah. So like there's an episode that hasn't been released yet where I was talking about um, Odell Beckham Jr. and what people were saying about where he may or may not end up. Um, at the time, it was not sure. People weren't sure if he was going to be released and be able to go to another team. And, you know, some people were saying like, oh, well, he's a diva, yada, yada, yada. And so I was talking about that whole situation. I could tell Jurassica wasn't really up to speed on what exactly what was going on. And so I just turned to her and I was like, well, let me ask you, if you had to choose between maintaining a certain team culture um, and picking somebody who was, you know, a middle of the road athlete versus taking an elite athlete, but they could Mm -hmm. possibly ruin the culture. Like, how would you make that decision? And so even though she wasn't up to speed on the OBJ situation, that was something she could easily answer. And so we were able to keep the conversation going that way. That's that's the secret of being a host. That's the secret of being a first mic is 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 knowing knowing your co-hosts. And you know, right. like, when you're first starting, if it's like say like for some God forbid, Jurassic had like left the show and you got to bring someone else on, right? That happens. It happened in my podcast. Like when someone you bring in someone new as a first mic, you got to make sure you know how to throw questions to them. So like if you're hosting, it's be like okay, you know, um, you ask a question, you go, okay, Murphy, what do you think, right, or whatever. And eventually, as you build a chemistry, you you as a second mic and a third mic, you know when to speak and you know when to listen. And every right. now and then, you interrupt each other. We got be like, "Yo, fuck you, Ricky. It's my time, right?" And you know, you make a bit of it. You make a joke about it. Um, but you know, as as a first mic, it really is your responsibility. But SP, I'm glad you brought that up too. It does fall on your coast as well because it is a team effort. You do right. have to work right. cohesively, and that it, you chemistry you can't teach but it does come over time. Oh, for sure. For sure. I just, I'm very appreciative because she, she, she knows me too well too. So she knows exactly like sometimes she just looks at me and she's like, let me just show you a picture. And she just will pull it up, you know, and like, or whatever, you know, like, and she just like, she knows exactly how to bring me back in. So yeah. it's, and it's, if you don't like now, you know, but if you don't know, you don't notice that it's so <laughs> seemingless. It's in perfect. And the three flawless. of you, the three of you record in person. Every week? Yes. yes. That also helps. Well, it's not always all three of us. Yes. Usually, usually Jurassic has something else to do. Yes. <laughs> and she's, she's a teacher, right? She's got a day planned for the next day, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so, being three of you, being sports, y'all got to argue. How often do you argue? Like, I, like on, like, on, like, like, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not mean like by the podcast, I mean on sports topics, like on, on the actual show itself about content. Thing that happens that often. No, really? Even times, even times where I thought we were going to end up arguing, we didn't. <laughs> like, there have been times I've been making the notes. I've been like, ooh, S Pink going to say this, and then <laughs> I'm going to say such and such. But then by the time we have the actual conversation, it's just like, there's, I don't know, it's very chill. Yeah, there's been a couple of times. I I don't know if it's because I'm Spaniard, but I get very passionate about whatever it may be at the time, but and, and I get louder my accent gets thicker mm-hmm. and then I lose completely what I'm saying sometimes. So I just have to say like, you know what, let's just change the topic. Let's, let's move on because we're not going anywhere with this. So it's, it's yeah. Yeah. More often than not, we get mad together. Together. Right. Right. Uh, okay. Right. Yes. okay. For the most part. Yes. We're, we're, she'll, yes. She'll express it in a different way than I do. But yeah, usually if we're arguing with somebody, it's that hypothetical person out there and like, mm. we're on the same side. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's great and all, but I'm not gonna lie. As as a viewer, 
when a, like if I have a two people just going, I love a good argument in a podcast. I love when two hosts just clash heads. That's like, you know, my, my podcast, we've had a few really heated arguments. One time, like I was literally so mad. I was like, fuck this, cut the podcast off early, signed <laughs> off, didn't talk to him until the next week. You know, like, like uh, it was real. It was a real argument. But, you know, I cooled off. We talked about it the next day. We made a bit out of it. So, um, et cetera, et cetera. But the, that kind of content is the best content, in my opinion. I love it when we argue about something because it's, it's real. And, you know, it's about wrestling. So it doesn't really matter. You know, right. like, we're not arguing about, like, like a student loan payment, or right? Or, like, <laughs> my grandfather's sick. You know, it's something that actually matters. But and as a listener, I love listening to people argue because it's like, oh, what's going on? I got to listen. Is this real? Like, yeah. what's going to happen? You know, it's yeah. just like, it's, totally it's, it's juicy. Yeah, I, sure. I agree, actually. And it's like, we've, we've talked about incorporating that, but we just haven't found anything that's led to that kind of conversation. Yeah. Jurassica and I have not like being on an episode in a, in a few episodes, but she's a Cowboys hater. So yeah. there's going to be some And once, once she starts coming around more coming, consistently, yes, that, yes. that'll probably be a thing. All right. Here's what you do. You, you take charge, right? Here's what you do. You lie. You put, okay. you, 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 you create an argument. You, you, you play the other side just to take the other side. I'm telling you, don't tell anyone I've done it and it works and it's amazing. <laughs> cause in the back of you, you're right. working yourself. Cause in the back of your head, you're like, God, oh, these dumb motherfuckers. Like they didn't even know I'm on their side, <laughs> but it's to play devil's advocate. And I'm telling you it'll work. Well, and the good thing is I'm so naive and, 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 I believe pretty much everything 100% that she says. So it's going to be just, it's going to be great. Yes, it's just, yes, yes. All right, so you're still early in your podcasting career. It is November as of recording this. Um, you started in July of 2021. So what was the hardest part of when you first started? So what was the problem you had week one that you do not have week 21, whatever week it is? Like what was the hardest part of just starting and how you overcame it? No, like maybe mm. finding the time. Yeah, that was mm. probably the hard, like finding a day for all of us to record at the same time was probably the hardest part for me. I think. Yeah, our schedule was super sporadic in the beginning. Yeah. Um, because I was going through at one point, I was going through some family stuff. Um, S. Payne left the country for a little while. Jurassic was. What was she doing? She, she, she was also, off somewhere well, for a while. She got while. married, so, you yeah. know. Like, well, she was already married. But well, yeah, but, you know, like. Uh. She is married, so she's, like, on top of being a teacher. She's got this whole life, and, you know, her and her husband be gone and doing stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I would agree. That was probably, like, getting Scheduling. on a schedule yeah. was probably the hardest part. I would say outside of that, I think we're getting better at, like, how to structure things like I think in the beginning I wasn't sure what to say or how to say it or I was afraid to say certain things and now I'm at a point where I'm just like like if, if, if it's my opinion I'm gonna state it um we've gotten a lot better at making social media content and especially interacting with other people on social media <clears throat> so um I would say there's several ways where we've improved we still have a long ways to go but yeah so what's 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 next in the checklist what's like in terms of improving and overcoming a challenge, what's the next next thing on your list? 
I would say the next thing for sure is definitely promotion. Um, because like I said earlier, you know, the, the ways a lot of people promote their podcasts are a little bit harder for us because of the name of the podcast, but not impossible as we've learned. And so basically taking the options that are available to us and figuring out how to make the most of them is going to be the, the next step. Um, and so I would say just getting things together, like, um, finishing up the website, um, we have some ideas for merch. Um, figuring out how to incorporate some of the things that people write in about, because there are things that people have asked us to talk about that I just haven't touched yet, either because I don't know what kind of take I want to have, which actually that might be something good to argue about, um, <laughs> some of those topics, um, or there just hasn't been time. And so I just think like, um, even though we've gotten good at creating social media content, I think um, interacting with the people who do send us DMs or emails or whatever, a little bit better will be great. And then just uh, creating an actual promotion plan based on the tools that we do have, I think is the next step. When it comes to promotion, you got to think a little bit outside the box, you know, Absolutely. as, as a podcast company, you know, promotion is, is something we, we do. Um, social media can be a bit tricky. Social media ads can be a bit tricky, but you got to think a little bit outside the box and do it the unconventional way, especially with a name like yours. And, you know, social media, Facebook ads, I've heard mixed things personally. It's just like, okay, yeah, they work. And sometimes it's like you're just throwing your money into a void. They need to be kind of targeted. You know, you kind of need yes. like, like SEO. You got to get into your RSS feed and do, do certain things. We'll talk a little more offline. Um, but, you know, the cream always rises to the top. And I think your podcast, your concept, your personalities, I think there is some cream in there. It's just a matter of getting it on the rise. Um, so what's, what's, what's the goal for your podcast? Where do you want to be in a year's time? That's hard to say. And honestly, that's been something I've been trying to figure out because I don't even really know what to expect for a new podcast. Like when we hit 90 days, I kind of tried to do a little bit of research because I'm, lo I'm looking at our numbers and I'm like, so is this good? And a couple of other podcasters that I know were like, oh yeah, those, those numbers are really good for a new podcasts. You know, that's like triple what I had. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, but you know, moving on from there, I have no idea what to expect. So as far as what we personally want, um, uh, we're starting to go to more events. So I know one thing that we want to do is get to a point where we have a big enough following to, you know, go live occasionally and have people actually tune in and watch. And I think that would take a bigger audience than what we have now. Um, I think we want to, or at least I want to do a, a better job of creating content whenever we do go to events. Cause right now it's just kind of like random shots of the game. And I would <laughs> love to just kind of figure out like, what's the best what is the best content to post whenever we do go to a game? Things like that. Other than that, things like merch, I think, um, you know, I, or, I just want or maybe even getting to a point where we're recording in like an actual studio. Oh like, man. Yes. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just looking to level up. The podcast actually fits in with other endeavors that I'm working on. So if it gets to a point where I can comfortably incorporate it into those things without people being like, that's kind of weird. I think I'll feel really good about it. Well, you're in Nashville, all right? There's studio, there's studio row literally everywhere. <laughs> there, there's well, this. Well, I'm not in Nashville now. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was in Nashville for a while. You're right about that. I was. We're actually in Austin now. We're oh, Austin. okay. Yeah. You move with all the, with all the tech companies. Uh, knock on yes. Joe Rogan's door. I'm sure his studio is available. Yeah, that is one person <laughs> I thought about. <laughs> 
Although she's not a Joe Rogan fan, I don't have a problem with Joe Rogan. I'm like, I feel like a, a podcast called Bitches Love Sports. He, you know, he, he might take a call. You know? mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Hey, I mean, hey, for the sake of the podcast, I would do it. Oh, of course, I don't, yeah. I don't have a problem with Joe Rogan. I think he's he's misunderstood. Well, I won't say I don't have a problem with him, but I would say he's he's misunderstood in my opinion. He's he's mis. Okay. Full disclosure, I've listened to Drogan since 2012, late 2012. <laughs> like, I, I, he's an idol, right? I mean, he's not God, he's not perfect, but he's right. very misrepresented in the media oh, yeah, a lot because he gets more attention and money than they do. He's, mm. he's buried because he's a threat, because CNN doesn't get as much views and attention as Joe Rogan does. Because CNN lies to you, and Joe Rogan's being honest. He's not always correct, but he's always honest, and his guests are always. Very, very smart. Not always correct, but they're very honest. And that's what people want from news. They don't, like, you're going to be wrong. It's impossible to be right 100% of the time. What's important is, are you honest? Rogan, honest. Corporate media, not honest at all. (laughs) Not like me, a little too honest. Your podcast, (laughs) also very honest. And that's what people want. That's like, how do I create good content? Be honest. Be authentic. Don't be a corporate sellout. You know, if you want to be a corporate sellout, take the money. Fine. I don't care. But be honest. That's how you be successful. That's how you make good content. That is how you get viewers. You just got to be honest. I never thought about it from a jealousy perspective. You know, I I suppose that could be the case. I just like, I just always looked at it as, you know, they're trying to take a, you know, a two, three hour podcast and boil it down into like one little sound bite. And they just choose the juiciest one that's going to get the most clicks. Like I've had so many people hit me up like, oh, Joe Rogan said this thing. And they'll like send me this article that has like one sentence. And I'll be like, did you, did you listen to that? Episode? It's, it's a three and a half hour podcast. Listen to the right. whole thing. Like, 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 like a little sidebar on Joe Rogan for a little bit. Uh, like the, the one with Sanjay Gupta. Right, like I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great because I know they're gonna talk about they they seen and lied about him taking horse dewormer. He didn't. Spoiler. Um, but <laughs> however, you know, the whole conversation they had, the whole three hour podcast, incredible. Sanjay Gupta is an incredibly smart, sophisticated, nice, genuine person. Right, like he, you see a side of him you're never gonna see on CNN because CNN talks in sound bites. Now I can't stand. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wolf Blitzer, even I forget the other guy's name. Um, but if he the one the one one who had Gupta on afterwards and pretty much made him apologize for going on the podcast, uh, the black guy, I forget his name, uh, Don Lemon, Don Lemon, oh, yeah. can't stand Don Lemon. However, if he went on Rogan and talked for three hours, I'd probably leave going. You know what? That Don Lemon's a nice guy. He's pretty smart, right? But yeah, he, he talks sound bites, but right. And that Gupta podcast, like they talked about so much good stuff. And they picked apart at this t- 10 minutes, which granted is very important to talk about, but they missed all the important stuff of vaccinating kids. Mm-hmm. We don't know. That's the answer. We do not know. Vaccinate your kids. Right. I don't know. That's, I'm not a parent. I don't know what I would do. But they missed that whole point in the podcast and in the news covering because they're not authentic. Yeah. And that's what got me listening to Joe Rogan as well. I saw that he had done a, a, an interview with Demi Lovato and I'm a really big fan of theirs. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to it and it was such a good and insightful interview. Like I like I felt like I learned more about Demi from that one interview than I did from every article I've ever read about them ever. 
And so then I went back and listened to the Miley Cyrus interview. And I was oh, like, wow, that's fantastic. Amazing. So then I yeah. went and listened to the Dave Chappelle interviews and Neil deGrasse Titan, yep. or Titan, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. And I was just like, these are actually some really good conversations. But it's like before that, I was kind of on that train of like, oh, Joe Rogan, he's a misogynist idiot, whatever. But I hadn't listened to him. And so like that one interview, like just kind of made me be like, why? I was like, why would Demi Lovato go talk to Joe Rogan? <laughs> During a pandemic, what? And so I just had to listen to it and I listened to it and I was like, okay, I didn't totally have the complete picture on this guy. So. Yeah, people think he's right wing where he supported Bernie Sanders. <laughs> he supported Bernie Sanders. He identifies himself as a, as a lefty. He's very left. You know, really? he supports, he, yeah, he supports Medicare for all. He supports a lot of left wing things. That's you know, cool. he, he wanted to vote for Bernie or Tulsi Gabbard and Andrew Yang. He supports UBI. He's just okay. also... He, he's, he's pro-choice. He hates a Texas abortion law, but he also supports guns heavily. He supports sure. freedoms. He's more of a libertarian heavily. He supports the Second Amendment heavily. And, you know, he he has a few. He's moderate. He's logical. He thinks yeah, with his I brain. Him yeah, he's very moderate. He's, he's yeah. If you listen to him talk, he's very intelligent. Again, not perfect, but he's intelligent. But all right. That was fun. I'm sure we could talk about this for a long more, a lot more. But that, but this, this is a podcast about podcasts, ladies. We can talk on the Talking with Tarashek podcast. It's about current events, modern life, sports, whatever we want. But that'll wrap it up here. Before we go, do you have any questions for me? I like to throw you guys a curveball sports reference there. Um, the last question always goes to the guests. Any questions for me? You can always plead the fifth. Um. What made you start this podcast? This podcast about, about this, yes. Okay, the ambiguous podcast solutions. So I am the founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. Um, and it's just like, okay, we're a podcast company. Now people think podcast company, it's not, we don't just do editing. We do editing, sure. We do graphic design, sure. We do marketing, we do anything any podcast company can do. But you know, my main goal is to build an ecosystem of podcast partners where we work together and help each other out. Um, I'm going to give you more information on that after we stop recording here, but I need a way to reach podcasters. I need a networking tool. I need to know what podcasters are doing, what they're thinking, their process, what works for them, what doesn't work for them. So what a better way to do it than do a podcast about talking to podcasters. So that's what that's this podcast is. Cool. And granted, you know, I generally like talking to people. Again, it made me go, ooh. I like learning experiences. Selfishly, I podcast for personal growth. I podcast um, to understand other people, get other people's perspectives. Um, because knowledge is power. And okay. podcasting is one of the purest forms of communication in a day and age where people don't know how to communicate. So... Like a podcast here, I'm going to tell some stories you've told me, or I'm going to talk about your podcast to other podcasters at networking events. When I try and sell people on a podcast, I'm going to talk about your podcast because I've talked to you for an hour. So this podcast is a growing experience. It's a networking tool. It's a business tool. And it's a flagship for my business. I dig it. Awesome. That's amazing. We appreciate it. Of course. And I had a blast. You ladies are, you ladies are a lot of fun. But before we go... Of course, it's time to do the plugs. Anywhere they can find uh, your social media, your show, uh, website, your merch, anything you want to plug, the floor is yours. Well, to find all our episodes right now, you can go to bitcheslovesports.com, spelled exactly as it's stated. <laughs> um, on Twitter, we are, it's probably easiest to just search for Bitches Love Sports. Um, our Twitter handle had to be abbreviated. Yeah. Um, 
And on Instagram, we're at bitches love sports with a number one in place of an I. And I am Fleur Delethal on Instagram. I my personal Instagram is Elenita underscore Spain one three three. So. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the Bitches Love Sports Podcast. Get to remind myself to put the explicit tag on this particular podcast when I upload it to our custom RSS feed. And if you want your own custom RSS feed, you can head over to Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. Dot com to find all that information as well as all of our other services. Of course, as I said, being editing, all that other jazz, it's all there. And if you want to find all the other podcasts from the Ambiguous Podcast Solution, head over to ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com to find all the other podcasts I have interviewed for all of season two as well as season one as season two is ongoing. Other podcasts I do is talking with Tara Shook, where I talk to anyone I find interesting. The one caveat is they cannot have a podcast. This podcast is the exact same thing. The one caveat is they do have a podcast. So it kind of works hand in hand. All of my mm-hmm. shenanigans can be found at Will Tarashuk. That's T as in Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K with a W-I-L-L right in front. Head over to ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com and check out all of our podcast partners, including the Pitch This Podcast, Wrestle Addict Radio, and more. And growing and counting. If you want to partner with us, make sure to reach out to me personally at will at APSpodcast.com. If you have a podcast and want to make me go, ooh, inf- email me and tell me about your podcast and I'll get you on this show. Again, that's will at APSpodcast.com. I'll be back next time because I am your returning champion because I do the most of these podcasts, which makes sense because I am the founder of Ambiguous <laughs> Podcast Solutions. We'll be back next time with a brand new podcast talking about their life journey experiences and the wonderful industry that is podcasting but until then enjoy your evening enjoy your day enjoy your life and enjoy the world out there and most importantly you keep on podcasting thank you for listening to the ambiguous podcast solution if you want your podcast featured on the show reach out to us at info at apspodcast.com you can find more content from all of our APS partners over at ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. If you liked this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Want to find out more about our guests? Check out the description or anywhere across our social media channels for all of their links and information. Check out our YouTube channel for this and all featured podcast clips and more. This podcast was hosted, produced, and distributed by Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. We'll see you next time.